Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. Ahoy! Here we go. Welcome back, Tim. How are you doing? Um, very well, Christopher. How are you, mate? Oh, just another... It's, it just always feels like an eternity between these... It does. ...podcasts, you know. It doesn't help that we're, we're so busy... And it's very selfless the way we do this. Yeah, I'd like to think that, um, you know, the sacrifice we made is recognised. I don't think it is. No, unfortunately not. No. I spend a lot of time on the couch because I think the sacrifices I make are mm. worthy, but they're not viewed. No, I like, I mean, I watch, I watch seven to eight AFL games a week just for this podcast. You know, nothing to do with personal enjoyment. Exactly. You know, I watch cricket. I watch eight hours of it. It's yeah. not for me. It's for, it's for you. It's for, it's, it's for the, everyone. It's for the people. The broader people. We, we don't do it because we enjoy it. So you're welcome. I, I hate that we're entering like six weeks of Ashes cricket yeah, prime I time. Mean, it's, it, I've got better things to do. I've got like so many chores and like yeah. breeding I need to do. Like yeah, Painting, there's things, you know, the house isn't just going to take care of itself. But how no. Am I, I going to finish my knitting? I need to. <laughs> there's an Ashes on and I'm, uh, I'm going to watch it for everyone. I'm going to watch it from this couch and this seat and not very move. Very comfortable, very comfortable. But no, we are we have entered the the peak time of our winter season. It's and a really um, great time for sport. It really and sport is. sport watching, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I mean, for those who aren't sure, this is the refill. Oh, uh, yeah, g'day. My name is Chris Bowen. Your name is Timothy Bahaja, mm-hmm. the X Factor. Left arm X Factor. Uh, and we're thrilled to be back with you for another episode. Hello to everyone in YouTube land watching. G'day, um, like and subscribe, hit that button or do whatever if you have to do. Please do because we get paid for that. Do we? We're only about, I think we're about 997 subscribers away and maybe like a million views away. From getting paid. From getting paid. So, well, please. You can just, well, we can always touch it. We can. <laughs> so close. <laughs> we're in the car park. <laughs> we're in the car park. Taking the keys out of the ignition and we're getting close. So, uh, yeah, it has been a while, hasn't it? It has been a little while. Yep, absolutely. You've been well? Any um, any news? Any views? There's a, there's a, there is some, some news, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil, save for a little bit later in one of our favourite segments. Okay, very good. It's not good. Okay, well, that's... It's not good news. Okay, well, you know, life is good and bad. It is. You take the good with the bad, but, I mean, outside of that, working a lot, working hard. Yep, always, <laughs> always. <laughs> I went to my first ever Big Freeze game. Uh, yeah, I saw you there, actually. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We ran into each other. You yeah. were looking down on me. You're quite literally. Quite literally looking down on me. Like, I felt like such a peasant. Yeah, well, look, I, I was lucky enough to have a little... Um, Little seat in the corporate box, and after the game, as I was swilling on a um, <laughs> glass of Merlot, glass of Merlot, and just just pondering, you know, um, I saw some sort of little like peasant man <laughs> shriek up at me as I, like, who's this? Oh, it's you! Yeah, and I mean, I was very happy with the seats I had, mm. but I looked up. I was like, this is very much the. 
this is very much the the boot cleaner kind of yeah, yeah. Oh, look you know as i said i was very very lucky to be in there and um never take it for granted no no i've been in there a few i've been in those situations a few times and um yeah. i've made fully full advantage of it but Unbelievable! It's a great day for the um, great experience. Yeah, and for the fight MND and what Neil Dunner has done, it's mm-hmm. bloody good. And even that um, guard of honor they gave him was oh, super move. I, you know, I dare say he'll sort of go down, you know, with that sort of Ted Witten lap. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. in terms of just iconic little MCG mm-hmm. moments um, that mean more than just a you know more than sport. I think that was definitely one of them. Yeah. I- and we we don't we don't really need to you know say oh what an incredible job they're doing like every, everyone knows that but yeah. I I listened to some stuff uh, that his daughter did some interviews uh, Beck I believe yeah, she's she's amazing too yeah uh, and she sort of said said a few things which really you know struck me that when Neil found out you know the doctor sort of said to him but it's time to tick off some bucket list items yeah and straight away he was like no nah. he's like what that does nothing for me, mm. and you cannot fault anyone for taking that approach. Yeah, well, to yeah, that exactly. disease. Yeah, exactly. But I think that says uh, everything about the man's character and his yeah. family's character and bravery for them to tackle this on mm. like they have done. So, yeah, great day. Um, yeah, I'm, and I mean, I don't know what he has to do to get Australian of the Year, but he's got to be close. He's got yeah, very he's, very close. He's going to be beyond the car park. He should be behind should. the CEO desk at that point. But uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, tip tip of the cap to them. I can't believe that's the that's the first time I've been. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Well, it's it is. Um, yeah, it's a great. It was a great spectacle. Uh, I don't know if it was a great game. Was it a great game? Is it? A, I don't. A, I don't think so. Neutral supporters just felt like Melbourne should have won by ten goals, but it did. And oh, I I text you right, and I just I can't. Expect I can't. No, sorry. I texted another Collingwood supporter, used some French words, but I think I've texted you the same thing before. It was you bleep and bleeps, bleep bleeps, never quit, never die. Yeah, you're you're never out of the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, forget to four points, and geez, if it had gone for another minute, I probably always would have almost backed us in to win it. Oh, well, I think so. And like we're, I know we're we're not going to spend a lot of time breaking down this game, but no, no, we're talking about it now. So shut up and listen. I think that's that's uh, typical of Collingwood, mm. right? Melbourne, much better team in the day. Yep, couldn't put you away. Yep. Okay, we're still here, yep. and there's just there's not that there's not that fold mentality. So, wasn't a great spectacle, but the just but, the but, end a, was but an exciting finish. Yeah, exactly. Very exciting finish. Uh, lots to dive into. Yeah, of why don't film. we um, why don't we get straight into our um, second favourite segment. Second favourite segment, but favourite person. Correct. Sandra, send it away. Tens late night news with Sandra Sun. We begin with the signing of... Keeping you informed, keeping you involved, keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service, the late night news with Sandra Sully. Weeknights on 10. You may go first. Thank you. Uh, no, actually... I'm going to go you. first? Mm-hmm. Okay, no worries. Well, I was not prepared for that, so... Well... I'm prepared now. Okay. They had a man in the sim bin. Then they had another man ruled out for the game who tried to make a tackle with a dislocated shoulder. Queensland were gone for all money. But in true New South Wales fashion, they found a way to lose the unlosable game. Billy Slater's men left the Blues in a state of disarray, running away. 
with a 26-18 win at the Adelaide Oval to take a 1-0 lead in the State of Origin series for the NRL. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm guessing you watched it, I'm assuming. Negatron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Ooh. didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't realise it was at the Adelaide Oval. How was it as a spectacle? Now... Was it a full house? Well, now I've heard... I heard rumours and I was told that ticket sales were not good mm. and that it was basically a buy one, get one free sort of a situation late in the week. Yep. I heard a rumour that, and this is allegedly. Again, allegedly, the rumour boys are back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> allegedly 15,000 tickets were sold. And capacity about, what, 40? 50. Okay. Could have sworn as fifty. Yeah. Right. So I don't think it was. I don't think it's returning to Adelaide anytime soon. No. And I mean, I suppose the purpose of doing that is more about just getting awareness and getting it outside of your. Um, I think fanatical. So. You know, the base, but not good um, signs. No, but I've never really thought of Adelaide as a rock steady NRL state. No, but the NRL is very. Uh, is is very key. Keen on expansion. Mm. Why aren't they playing in the? They want to play in the states or something. They want to play in Vegas. Well, okay. let, let's just chalk that down to people high up in the NRL want a paid trip to Vegas because that's all that basically is. Mm. Well, I want a paid trip to Vegas. Same here. So, like, I, I want to do this. I want to work in Vegas. I want to do everything in Vegas. Yeah. Well. Okay. But, but there's, there's there's a difference between doesn't me always and, doesn't always make financial sense. No, no. So I, I think the. The NRLs, yeah, trying to trying to swing. Yep, that's fine. That's fine. Sometimes yeah. you hit and sometimes you miss, and that yeah. maybe maybe that one was a miss. But the the game itself, uh, you obviously didn't watch it. Um, there were plenty of people who did. Feels oh, sorry to cut you off there. It feels to me like the New South Wales coaching slash selection has been really turbulent last mm. couple of years. Yeah, and it's. Bit like a lot of criticism over it. Yeah, Freddie Fittler has not painted himself in a nice oil painting that you would like to look at in your house. Okay. Maybe one of those ones you put in your bathroom. Yeah, just chuck or it. Or the toilet. Chuck it over the dunny here, right? Yeah. So, uh, Nico Hines, who won yep. the Dally M last yep. year. My best, boy. I know Nico. Yeah, yep. you do, actually. Yeah, do, yeah. yeah. you got a, got a flick with him. Yep. Uh, and won the Dally M. Best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got picked. He got named on the bench. He came on super late into the game. Ended up making a, a missing a tackle and whatever. Yeah, the rest of history. Then dropped completely from the squad. Yeah, that seems harsh. The player he, uh, the player who's replaced the halfback, Mitchell Moses uh, from Parramatta. Yep. My opinion is fairly overrated. Okay. Uh, has. Not performed well in big games. Mm-hmm. Beats down on the minnows. Uh, and Bit of a Graham Hick type operator, is he? Some people call it downhill skiing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, maybe me in my last, my second last game in Canada, you know, beating down on a team, kicking three goals, two, and taking about 15 contested marks. But anyway, <laughs> there's, a, yeah, there's a lot of turbulence with the New South Wales team, which always seems to be the case with State of Origin. Queensland just always seems to be switched on. Yeah. Well, in, in most yeah, more, more recent years for sure, mm. it seems to me like Billy Slater has just won the hearts and minds of that state very quickly. I know he's a legend, yeah, but um, it just seems to me like he's he's just turned into a brilliant coach mm. almost straight away. And 
Yeah. He's got that job for as long as he wants it. 100%. I don't know if he will go into NRL coaching, but I think he's probably more capable than I would say over half the NRL coaches at the moment. Yeah, well, there's probably, um, you know, you could make a good career out of being the Queensland coach, Australia coach, and then just doing your paid gig. That would be a nice career. You know, that probably helps your legacy more than yeah. coaching, coaching like a rubbish Cronulla team. Or or, yeah. St. George, who seemed like a basket case. But, yeah, anyway, next game's at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, well, good so, luck beating them there. Yeah, so we could be in for a, a dead rubber, mm. uh, which, which the NRL doesn't want. Nope. Uh, but I would like to see. Uh, so, yeah, well done, Queensland. Boo, New South Wales. Boo. Um, the Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the NBA Finals to win their first NBA championship. That's right, their first in 47 years in the league. Wow, we. Uh, the Nuggets overcame a 10-point deficit in the second quarter to close out the series 4-1 and two-time NBA MVP Nikola Jokic. Jokic, the Joker, was named the finals MVP. He is the best player in the world. He is a, he is a beast. <laughs> he is. So uh, we know I'm not a big NBA guy, but I obviously watched the finals. Uh, I, I, he, kind of, he kind of shoots the ball a bit like Michael Scott from The Office shoots free throws. Yeah, he's sort of got a bit of a high action. He's got the, the, the double-handed yeah. kind of a it's like Michael Scott meets Dirk. Novitski, but uh, like he's, I think he's seven three. He's he looks big. He's like literally much bigger than all the other centers. Yeah, um, and just and and just girth as well. Oh, some Eastern European, some real bloodlines. Yeah, strong. Um, but his passing is just his touch and his game awareness, and yeah, look, I was you know, um, he's been the best player for for two or three years now, and I suppose. Yeah. Um, you know, got their just desserts to actually finally take home the championship. So that's not even the best part about him. Do you know what the best part about him is? Best part about him, uh, I don't know if this is a quote you're talking about. Um, his press conferences. Oh, his press conferences are great, and um, his teammates. All he wants to do in the off season, he just goes back home, <laughs> he drinks beer, and rides his horses, and then Hunter's two, racing horses. Yeah, and then two weeks before the season starts, he get, he tries to get back in shape. <laughs> I've, I've watched so many clips from him after they won and they were like, you're an NBA champion for the first yeah. time. How does it feel? And he's like, the job's done. Yeah. Time to go home. All he wants to do... Yeah, and they said, oh, you got the parade. He's like, when he's, parade? Yeah. When parade? He's like, we're going to have to cancel that shit. But then he loved the parade. because <laughs> Yeah, I did see it, yeah. <laughs> like, there was another clip of him, like, yeah, that the, the media was like, oh, you know, who, have you got any, you know... You know, text message from anyone famous yet, and he's like, "I don't know, let's have a look." And he opened up his phone and saw it, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, we've got to turn that off." But just like his like overall, uh, like yeah. he's been put he's been put out by winning the NBA. Yeah, title. yeah, it's like a burden. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, where's your finals MVP trophy?" He's like, "I got no idea." Yeah, I left it with the property steward. I don't yeah, know. yeah, very Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, just really loose, and yeah. um, well, it just has a great. You know, not caught up in the hype and yeah, you know, just um, it's he knows what he was there to do. He did it, job yeah. done, as you say, and you know, on to the next. I did, I did, I did a lot of after seeing the way he carried on. I did a lot of like, like looking up old clips to see, him and I saw one where 
he basically admits to like pausing at, like a video game to go play in the NBA, <laughs> and like oh, it's just like that is so rare. Yeah, he's a rare it, man. It's it's, oh, it's it's actually crazy that you, you get athletes like this. It almost makes you like appreciate them more as they're like oh, absolutely. He's got he's level headed. You know, he's someone who's not like fully like only basketball or only no, whatever exactly. their sport of choice yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He's got perspective on life, which is great. Yeah. So they be uh, will they be favourites for back to back or? Yeah, I mean, granted they don't blow it up, which I, I think they're saying they're they're running it back. So I mean, you just have to stop him. If you can stop mm. him, you you'll get past him. Uh, maybe like a Giannis or a Embiid might be that person, but mm. at the moment they'd they'd start favourite, I would think. Uh, and what about the Heat? What was your analysis of them? Uh, well, they were just amazing to even get that far. Like they were, at one stage, they were down to the Hawks in the play-in yeah. tournament, um, looking like they were about to get knocked out, not even play playoffs. They, you know, they just mm-hmm. beat Chicago. They just kept on winning um, off the back of some Jimmy Bucket's brilliance. Well, that was one thing I wanted to ask you about, is because he obviously didn't perform well in the final. Is that no, a fair uh, assessment? I think, well, in the last game. Yeah, uh, he had some great games. Yeah, oh, look, I think it was just fatigue and just you know the, their journey to get to where they got to mm. was so much harder than the Nuggets, who just you know swept. Well, swept. Did they just not have like the eighth and seventh seed? What's that? Sorry, didn't they not beat? Wasn't every team they beat the seventh or eighth seed? The Nuggets. Yeah, because they yeah, beat the, the Lakers in the conference final. Yeah, and they true. were like the seventh. seventh or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like they beat down. They on just them. yeah they just yeah exactly no they disrespect, got respect but no but they were clearly the best team in the West so yeah because I found it interesting after Miami lost which I was, which I was upset um, obviously a big uh, you know Miami is one of my top thirty NBA teams or thirty two yeah, I'm yeah, not sure yeah. how many no, they're right up there uh, I was very interested to see the negative comments about Butler and his performance in the finals given what he had sort of done. To get them to that point, it's yeah. amazing how quickly people forget about the currency that a player's earned. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just their culture. Uh, so just I people, are, people, people suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that just goes down in the people suck bucket column. Because <laughs> um, he's uh, they they don't make the they don't even make the conference finals without mm. him, let alone the NBA finals without him. So I think it was just fatigue. Yep, fair enough. Uh, moving on to the. Uh, the NBA's, I guess, direct rival and probably much superior sport, the NHL. The Vegas Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup for the first time, defeating the Florida Panthers 9-3 to in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final in Viva Las Vegas. Vegas was the second-last expansion team and won the Stanley Cup in its sixth season, becoming the second-fastest team to win their first championship in NHL history. Uh, just for those playing at home, who's the last or latest expansion team? The Seattle Kraken. Right, and how <laughs> okay. they made the they almost made the conference finals. Yeah, okay. They, so they beat the team that won the Stanley Cup last year in the first round. So on a historical note, like how amazing is this performance, or is it like just no. even though that's only their sixth season, doesn't no, well in the first season they made the Stanley Cup final. Okay, so what happened was. The NHL obviously hadn't had an expansion draft for a, a considerable amount of time. Yep. And so they put all of these parameters in place and 
basically Vegas fleeced. They literally fleeced teams. Yeah, right. And the players that the team they assembled was a it was a joke. But not yeah. only did they assemble a good team, what a lot of teams had to do is they had to pay like first round picks so they could take these players who were yeah. good serviceable players. And so Vegas had like eight or nine first round picks. Yeah. And right, so they okay. and they're they're one of those teams that have been very quick to churn yeah. players. Yeah. So they, they just were they just were an anim, a beast to begin with. Yeah. Um, hired a good coach in the off season. Traded for um, one of the best players in the in the league who had some uh, neck issues, and they were just they were animals. Like, so it's still a bit of savvy list management and savvy it is hiring. Very 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 savvy mixed yeah. with some opportunity, obviously. Yeah, and you know what? That's that's really unpopular the way that they go about it. Mm. You know, there's. Uh, you've got a you know players who have been good for a long time, especially players who came in. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury, who this name will mean nothing to anyone. You know he was one of those. He was a goalie when they first came in, and you know he was a huge name. You know has won Stanley Cups before. Yeah, and they kind of like stabbed him in the back. They did this with a bunch of players, and yeah, so right. like that's really unpopular to do. But which is all forgotten now. Yeah, because they won. Yeah. Winning, winning, winning hides a lot of sins. Yeah, and the owner of the team actually said, he said playoffs, he said playoffs in the first three seasons, Stanley Cup in the first six. So this is the sixth year. Well, there you go, Brendan Gale-esque. Very, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the the Florida uh, was basically a Miami, the carbon copy to Miami Heat. Right, okay. Yeah, genuinely ran out of steam. Yeah. They were... How they made it that far is yeah, did well to get there, but just ran out of puff here, right? Yeah, and they were manhandled in the final. It was a terrible final, to be honest. That's a shame. (laughs) It is. I was the only one who was upset. (laughs) No one knew it finished. No, I'd I'd I'd, was on. I'd never heard of the um, Vegas Golden Knights until I saw them lifting up the cup. I was like, (laughs) oh, there's a team in Vegas called the Golden Knights. Well, that's the they were the first professional team in Vegas. Okay, there you go. And uh, as such, their first team to win a championship. In Vegas, yep. I suppose it's a the Gold Coast is a pretty, um, you know, in terms of an analogy or a, a similar mm-hmm. situation in Australia. Where very similar. The Suns and the Golden Knights are very similar in terms of performance. Well, no, just the fact that um, you know, no, oh, I got no you, yeah. um, team has ever gone to the Gold Coast and been any good, whereas these guys have obviously just come in. I mean, I, I feel first like team to win. No team has ever gone to the Gold Coast and like not had their doors closed. No, exactly. So, touch wood. Yeah, well, after today, who's, who knows? Not great. <laughs> um, yeah, Carlton pants them. Anyway. Mm. Uh, make room in that big old trophy cabinet because the big golden, what's it called? Is a mace, isn't it? It's a mace. It's a golden mace. Belongs to Australia. After a two-year campaign, Australia is officially... Oh, the top dog in the world of Test cricket, beating a oh, beating a read it hapless Indian team by two hundred nine runs at the Oval uh, to win it to win its first World Test Championship. Um, I enjoyed watching this one. Same here. You know, obviously the result was very delicious. But you know, why did you? What was the reason why you enjoyed it outside of the result? Uh, well, I just love watching uh, cricket on my television at 7.30pm, and yeah, that's I also love 
watching Australian batsmen just tear apart attacks, mm-hmm. uh, namely one T Head, yeah, um, and one S Smith, yeah, um, just urine extraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, I mean that's what I enjoyed about. Can it. Can I tell you why I really enjoyed it? No, why? Because we got to see the biggest cheaters in world sport have to play the game that they're so they're apparently the king of. On conditions that they can't on, doctor on neutral on neutral yeah neutral yeah undocked they undocked did I did pitches. see they had a bit of a um, complaint about the pitch conditions. Not going to get into that <laughs> just yet. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll save that one. But, but um, great win by the Aussies. And um, I mean, there are so many things you can you can really say, like Scott Boland. Where, I mean, what, what, what do you even say about this man? He just looks unflappable. Uh, yeah. Travis Head was – it's actually kind of funny. Travis Head was pretty scratchy for the first 40. Like mm. This this man made 40 runs against you know, uh, the best team in the world well, and looked terrible. Mm. And then it wasn't until he got to like 90 until India's like, hang on a sec, I think we figured out how to bowl to him. And he's just like – at that point, he's like, well – Good luck. Good luck, yeah. See you later. But uh, just – it was great to watch. It was really great to watch. I mean, there was – yeah. Look, I know I've said some bad things and I'm probably going to say some rude things about Indian cricket team later and potential some of their players, but you can't deny that they've got some incredible players like Virat Kohli. Oh, yeah. But Virat they, Kohli yeah. on his day is just the easily the best batsman in the world yeah, on his day. Well, they've got the most, I mean, of a nation where there's um, the most depth, mm. you know, players who are... I can't deny that. First yeah. class cricket level who are trying to get into that test team. They've got mm. an abundance of talent. So Yeah. And um they left out um who was it the spinner they left out? Was it Ashwin? Oh Ashwin. That was that's a meltdown. That is a selector meltdown. Um, <laughs> that is Oopsies. He is the number one ranked bowler in the world. He's taken sixty two t- I think it's like he'd taken sixty two wickets and Ravi, left, go grab the cord hill for us. And they've left him out. Ah, that's a shame. shame. Yeah, no, it's a real shame. But it it was, you know what? You know, one thing I do really admire about the Indian team was, you know, Mohammad Siraj, uh, who was the last wicket, number 11, true number 11 batsman, trying to play a reverse sweep. Uh, A man who was dead set carrying on like he got Travis Head first ball when he got him out for like 160 or whatever. And we were like 400 runs ahead. Uh, Flog. You're a flog. Okay. Uh, so I don't admire that at all. I just wanted to put that in there that you're a flog. Okay. Well, it's, um, so, yeah. Well, it was a good uh, It was a good final. It was a great lived final. Up to, lived up to the hype. Um, ashes. We're, full, we're, we're recording this just before play. Day three of the first test. Yeah. Loving it. Um, Basball versus Australia trying to counter Basball. Maybe a little bit going one way, you know, a little bit too conservative. Are you talking about the first session of yesterday? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. fully agree. I think Australians are like so hell-bent on not falling into the hectic, frantic nature of it that they just maybe not playing their natural game enough. But mm-hmm. we'll see how uh, day three and the rest of the series unfolds. But I'm loving watching it, and I think it's the atmosphere is great. There's always great atmosphere over in England. Yeah, look, it is. and uh... Like the crowd went... Bonkers yeah. when um when, when Stuart Broad, Broad got got Labuschagne like that yeah. was that was pretty like as 
I mean, that was that was a cool moment. Like, it wasn't yeah. a great moment to experience as an Australian. No, fan, no, but, but it was. But the theater of it, like, you know, I've got a lot of, I have a lot of respect for that and for what both Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson have done. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's a, that's the kind of thing in England that you get so much more of compared to Australia, and I think it's because the stadiums are like capacity of thirty thousand. They're small. They're small and venues. A bit more coliseum like in terms of the yeah. crowd's quite loud and close. Whereas you know yeah. we've got the big MCG, great stadium, but in mm. in a different way. Like needs to be Boxing Day packed to get yeah. that same sort of Great. environment where they can sort of almost naturally do that every day. So there's just something about the Ashes over there that's just great to watch. Yeah, and it brings out the it brings out like mem- like you don't remember. You don't you don't go oh I remember Steve Waugh's hundred against South Africa like it's it's always Ashes yeah it is it is the two it's the traditional rival it's the big dogs it's yeah it's what, it, it is cricket it's cricket's grand final it is it's yeah so, so Usman Khawaja like yeah geez. rock solid I'm glad he finally broke the duck there yeah he, and you can see the sheer emotion when he yeah. when he made that like he's having like such a talk about a um, renaissance renaissance of, you know the twilight of his what should be the twilight of his career he's just playing unbelievable cricket so yeah so hopefully day three four and five go our way because it's it's on a nice edge right now like I, it's on a nice edge I just think the whole series is going to be like this I think it's yeah. going to be fascinating so yeah. yeah and it's good to see Ollie Robinson hit 125 on the speed gun uh, anyway uh this is probably the biggest news out of... Yeah, this is the one that had us texting like... This uh, is a whopper. Like, yeah, like, like, like um, you know, high school boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm. The PGA Tour has agreed to merge with Saudi-backed rival Live Golf in a deal that will see the competitors squash their pending litigation and move forward as a larger golf enterprise. Uh, the two entities signed an agreement that would combine the PGA Tours and Live Golf's commercial businesses and rights into one, uh, and that includes the DP World Tour and the PGA European Tour. So there's a lot to play out mm. still because this is this is I don't think anyone saw this coming when no. it, when I think it was always heading this way, but well, not yeah. like this. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if, if a merger was ever something that people thought about. And then, and then, yeah, the wash up is still yet to be seen, especially with mm. you know the money that the live golf has made compared to those who stayed loyal to the PGA. What happens there? Yeah, um, and I read somewhere as well that the PGA CEO still has a lot of power, so it's backed yeah. by the Saudis, but he's mm. still in charge, and so he's got basically, a, you know, he's got the power to to shut live off that tour. Yeah, uh, at his discretion. There's a lot of there's there, still a lot of uh, uh, yeah. The fine print is what's the devil's in the detail with this. Yeah, and look when, when it broke, so so like no players knew. No. All the players found out when the way we found out. Yeah. So it does like on the surface when it came out, everyone was like, "Oh wow, like look at live whatever money talks or whatever." Really yeah. getting to Jay Monahan, who's basically the PGA head of it. Yeah, that's the man. But yeah. then more information started trickling out. Greg Norman looks like he's donezo. Yeah. And I think I said to you, I said, like, it, it makes sense that, you know, Jay Monaghan's made this deal because he's ultimately going to have the power. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think the, I'm not going to, the Saudi group, they probably don't, 
they probably don't care. Like all they want is the PGA Tour, right? Like they they that, that's what they want to own. Yeah. So they know they're going to get that. Well, it's one of the it's probably one of the most top three elite sport brands in the yeah. world. Yeah. And this is just like this is crazy. Like we've spoken about this so many times on the show, and like some of my opinions on it were pretty heavy and probably yeah. very fairly cold takey. Uh, and I'm prepared to I'm prepared to own that. Like you know, I've I've always yeah, and yeah, and like anything, it evolves and moves and shifts. And, yeah, you know, like there's a lot of emotion with certain aspects of it. So oh, I, I think so. And you, that's one of the things that's that's playing out now because it's actually there's a, a lot of stuff that's actually going on with the uh, uh, Congress and like it. it there's there's so much to play out here. It's not funny. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts, and they're all moving very quickly. They're moving very very quickly. So. Yeah, it's a. It is very much a, a watch this space, and like, yep. I, I could very easily see a world where the tours, the live tours, pulled they pull the pin next year. Yeah, uh, I could also see. I could also see how it would, it would go ahead, because apparently that the, these contracts that these players signed, now if they break them, it's like they have to pay like four times the amount they were paid. Well, they're not going to do that. Uh, probably not. Definitely not Phil Mickelson. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it is Yeah, truly one of the craziest stories, I think, of the year to wake up yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think hard to know who the winner is or winners are now, but in 12 months we'll probably have a much clearer idea, I'd say. Oh, we know who one of the losers is. One of the losers is definitely Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I feel sorry for him, actually. Uh, I... And you know what? A lot of people's a lot of people saying you know like a lot of people going at Tiger Woods too, because they're saying you know Tiger Woods was offered you know eight hundred yeah. million US or whatever yeah uh, to, to do that. And they're like, well, he isn't exactly like I don't think he's I don't think any of these players are exactly short of cash. No, but yes, exactly. But so it's where he was different to Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy became the PGA's cheerleader. Well, that's th- yeah, and he did he. he really became the face of it and the mm. spokesman for it, rightly or wrongly. He, I, I don't even know if he was speaking for on behalf of the players half the time. I don't know if no. they all agreed with what he was saying. Yeah, I, I think it was um, very much... Uh, but it did feel like there was a leadership vacuum and he decided to take it on and that's mm. you know and that takes a bit of guts, but in, ultimately it's probably blown up in his face a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, oh, look, I, I hope when everything comes out in the wash that... Uh, these players, you can't just let them back on. You know, it's not it's not just like yep, handshakes and mm. like there has to be something. Yeah, because you know we've got a bunch of players who are who have been given you know increased opportunities. You know, on the back of being loyal. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't seem right to, to to stab them in the back or to let everything just go back to the way it was normally. One big happy family because that's just going to create. Actions Problems have repercussions usually, so we'll see yep. what those action repercussions of those actions are. I suppose. But yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, but it was yeah, it was it was big time. Yeah, a lot of very unhappy people. Mm. But I'm not one of them. Um, <laughs> we have officially hit the buy portion of the AFL season, which sort of marks the midpoint yeah. of our journey. Um, it's been a ferocious start to the season, and. We've seen, I suppose, it's starting to emerge a little bit clearer who our Brownlow medal 
fancies are, yeah. who our favourites are. So we've got obviously Collingwood's Nick Dacos, who started like an absolute house on fire. Um, and then a man who sort of was just floating along, playing great footy without really catching attention until he just kept on getting coaches, 10, 10 coaches' votes, coaches' votes, perfect game, perfect game, was um, I can't believe it's not Zach Butters. Mm. Um, and then another bloke who was um, roundly criticised by um, a former Port Adelaide uh, great, uh, Richmond's Timmy Taranto, um, who is playing some unbelievable mm. footy and part of the reason why Richmond is starting to win some games again. So... Um, they're probably the three. I, I would hesitate to put uh, Christian Petrarca in the mix there. there what's, um, the, what's the cycling term? You've got your breakaway pack. And the, are they in the, the, the peloton? The peloton. Yeah. So it's it's Dacos, Butters, Taranto yeah. out front. Yeah. And then... Probably Petrarca, Bontempelli. Yeah. I don't know. hasn't really... He started, a bit, he started like Dacos. He started well. Yeah, but like a lot of his games are like... Good games, but yeah. they're not like, you know, I mean, what Toronto have yesterday, like 38, a goal. 38, a goal, like clearances up the wall. Yeah, covered in mud, like a yeah. 20-odd contested position, like just an, an a animal yeah, sort of playing, performance. Yeah, he's playing great footy. Yeah, where Bond's performances have been just like really good. And I think um, Libba, Libba's, Libba's yeah. had some really good... Well, I was about to ask who's taking... Um, votes off the bond, but yeah, Libba's had a great season. So, yeah, so and he's in and under around the umpire's mm. nose nozzles. Yeah, so um, look, Zach Butters. Um, full disclosure, I'm on him uh, in terms of a betting sense. I jumped on him. It was just before it was a Friday night game, just before Port Adelaide played um, Melbourne. Melbourne. So it was, did we it was, win that? It was game? like May. It was like mid May. Uh, yes, you won very convincingly. I forgot what it's like to lose. Um, no boy. Um, <laughs> and he was $51. And then um, off the back of that win, just, he went straight into like 11s and mm. has just kept on tightening. And it's off the back of, I would say, he's probably the best in form, most informed player in the competition right now, as I would we agree. speak. And a massive reason why Port have won 11 in a row. Yep. Um, and sitting nicely on top of the ladder, so... Are we? Or well, equal first. Behind behind on uh, percentage against Collingwood. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think as far as the season goes, there's still so much to play out. That bottom part of the eight, mm. so from positions five down, um, very open. Very open. And uh, I, believe, I believe I said Nick Dacos is around Anzac Day. Yeah, I think I I think I said if he has another couple, he may be he may be too hard to catch. And I'm not saying he's played poorly. No, but he but he was so red hot. It was he was naturally just not going to keep dominating the way yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's naturally cooled off, and he's not having these forty three no, disposal right. games or whatever. It's ridiculous yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, Taranto's Taranto's the. I'm not going to say the clubhouse leader because I think Butters is the clubhouse leader. But look, if Richmond Richmond is starting to play good footy, uh, yeah. I got to see them live where they lost to Port Adelaide, mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame. Uh, but uh, the uh, he probably gets a few votes in that game along with Butters. Well, he he literally has no one taking votes off him. Maybe Bolton here and there. 
Yeah, he's had a good couple of yeah, last couple but, of weeks, but but to, I mean, you know, you know, with Butters, you've got Rose, um, you've got the Hornet, you've got yeah. other players who can bob up and and steal Holly Wine, steal one Travis or two of him. Was good in so, one of those wins, and same with Dacos. You know, Dugowie's had a great season. Darcy Moore's had a great season. So, yeah, Toronto is definitely the one that I'd be oh, most wary of if I yeah. was Butters or Dacos in oh, terms I, of that, but. Taranto also feels like Tuke Miller last year. Mm. Like, I think what what it might come down to, which is nothing against his performances, it's just, it's just, a, it's just the way umpires do it, right? Where they go, you know, if you're a team... If you're it's results-based. It's results-based. And, you know, if, are they going to win enough games? Which it probably looks like they will now. Yeah, i am always been big on if you don't make the finals, it's super hard to win a brand. Like you have to yeah. be a, a little a little goat, like the little master, Ablett, did yep. it. Um, yeah. It's so hard to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be the knock. But, um, yeah, he's red hot as well. So it's going to be an intriguing count like it will be the the run home to the finals, as I mentioned. I think it's going to be it's going to be mental towards the end in terms of who's going to sneak into the eight. Yeah, and, like, we're at the bye portion now. So this is kind of like – so so Collingwood had the bye this week. Yep. Dacos doesn't play. Taranto clearly gets three votes. Butters yep. – Butters probably doesn't get a vote. No. Port's got the buy next week, so yeah. it's like... Just, you know, if Dacos gets three, suddenly it's... Yeah, it's just know. like... It, it, there's... Yeah, the, I feel like last year was kind of very similar. Yeah, uh, it was a super tight count, yeah. Where, you know, there was like three or four where you're like, anyone can win, anyone can win this, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's a... It, I mean, as a Port Adelaide fan... And I've always been a huge Zach Butters fan. Yeah, you, I remember you um, spruiking his Brownlow credentials... Start of last season, mm. um, and I was like, "Who?" Um, yeah, <laughs> and then, but I did watch out for him post that, and he did play some good games. But obviously, yeah, you were just twelve. You, you were forecasted that you were twelve months too early. Yeah, which happens. Um, yeah, yeah elite footy mind like myself is often correct, yeah. but yeah. just I just call it before it's obvious. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, look, it's it's great to watch as a Port Adelaide fan, obviously, because Rosie had such a huge year last year, and, yeah, and there was always. There was the potential with both of these players and Dersma, yeah. um, to a lesser extent. But you know, Rosie had a super year last year, uh, all Australian. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing at that level. Oh, he's having a great season. Yeah. It's just his mates having a better one. But no, no, and that's the thing. That's one of the reasons why Port was so bad last year. Yeah, is the fact that they lost the first five games, which didn't help. But he just didn't have, you know, Ollie Wines didn't have a, a good year. He didn't yeah. have a running mate. Yeah, he needs some. He needs support. Yeah, and uh, Butters doing what he's doing. Uh, I don't think there's a single person at Port Adelaide who would tell you that this they didn't see this coming. Uh, it's going to be a battle to keep him at Port Adelaide. I think um, he's uh. he's from uh, country Victoria. I think it's been well documented that he's uh, he's you know probably uh, more of a more of a home lover than. Say other 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 yeah, players, but what is you know unless that country Victoria area is Geelong, it's not really Adelaide's probably as more country Victoria than Melbourne. Yeah, look, <laughs> you know what I, mean? like like I, I, I get yeah. You know what's crazy? Is I think our best chance to keep him is Ken Hinckley staying. Yeah, well, I think is... I think Ken's I think Ken's going to stay now. Yeah, and yeah. you know the best the other best thing to do is just keep winning. Yeah, so which it's we're very, it's keep very hard. It's very hard to um, to leave a footy side when they're winning. Yeah, when you're on top, 
yeah, so it's been great to watch. Um, yeah. I'm right. sick of texting you the same question every week. You know, how's the heart? Yeah, they've got a big heart, but um, I do feel like if Aaliyah, um misses, then you, you struggle. I tell you, that's one need we have. We need a we need a key we need a key back that well, can free him. Let's talk about you've you've captain <laughs> your yes. captain has played three games in the Magoos. Correct. I don't think I've even Richie Vandenberg I don't think played that many games in the twos when he was captain. I don't I, I don't rem, I don't recall <laughs> I don't recall this happening. It is pretty unprecedented. Yeah, look it is. Uh Tom Jonas probably be the first person to admit he hadn't he didn't have a great year last year. Mm. Uh, look, Tom Jonas was never never a superstar. Uh, no, he was always a very serviceable, take your second key. Yeah, I reckon this is a great lesson in, yes, pick your best leader, leader slash clubman slash glue guy to be captain, but do it at your peril in terms of if he's not a lock for your top five, top ten best players in your team. Yeah, I agree. He's not on our best side. Uh, yeah. There's no doubting that. Um, I think he's been a pretty good servant. And they kind of got a bit lucky because he got suspended a couple of times mm. and had a little bit of an injury. But, uh, you, I mean, it's a hard team to break. Like, Riley, um, not Riley Bonner, sorry. Who am I thinking of? Who's the guy we traded for? Uh, Chad Wingard. I can't believe him. Ryan Burton. Oh, he played on. He played well too. He played well on the weekend, but you know he was in the sand for the week before. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, you're flying. You you you're flying at the moment. So the, yeah. yeah. So I get there's competition, but when it's your captain who can't yeah. the game. Oh, look, it's not a good look, and I'm sure that doesn't feel. I'm sure that doesn't feel great for him. It could have the potential to you know cause a few um, ripples around finals. Time. Ah, shut up. Um, <laughs> no, we're a tight group. No, just saying, uh, just saying. When yeah. your skipper's watching from uh, the sidelines in a prelim final, it's just no. I'm, I'm looking forward to the. I'm looking forward to another, uh, you know, case of Bob Murphy going up um, and lifting the trophy. So yeah, go Port. Um, there's no. We love Ken. Uh, Butters is going to re-sign. There's going to be no issues in the clubhouse, and uh, Butters will win the Brownlow. Yep, all right. Well, well, from my um, from my hip pocket, I hope you're right. Yep. Uh, believe that uh, wraps that us up. Yeah. Thank you, Sandra. And thank you for listening to this half of the episode. Please keep listening after this for the next half. <laughs> <laughs>
200-game player into two 300-game players. Um, this, I, don't, and, I don't like this. And they still have Harley Reid to come. Uh, this, yeah, okay, keep going. This this is the highest level of propaganda I've faced <laughs> in my life. But. I, think, I think the term is trolling. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I do genuinely think that North Melbourne were in a, you know, they caught between a rock and a hard place with that, but they turned Hornet into um, Harry Sheasel mm-hmm. and um, Lord War. Lord Law. <laughs> You're going to troll me, at least have the name. <laughs> Lord Law. Uh, I was trying to think of his first name. What's his first George. name? George. Georgie, sorry, fuck. George Wardlaw. George Wardlaw. Um, to turn one player into those two players, they're both going to be 10-year players for the club. Uh, they're going to make the nucleus of their midfield. Um, and so for that reason, I'm buying them. Okay. Um, and I just think they could be in a sneaky good position to get Harley Reid because West Coast aren't going to take him pick one. I think he's too big a flight risk. Um, they can turn pick one into multiple top ten picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and North... With their picks, um, could be in a great position to grab him. Firstly, boo. Mm. No, I thought you might boo. Yeah. So uh, here's where I don't, I don't, agree, I don't disagree with anything you say. Sheasel, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wardlaw, great. Mm-hmm. Harley Reid not going to West Coast, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But let's not make this a Port Adelaide North Melbourne thing. If, no, Port, well, if, if Port Adelaide doesn't, I had to listen to your. Trolling? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not interrupting. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, I, my intention wasn't to do that. Is all I was going to say. To troll? No, to have a, a North Port thing. Yeah. Now Port Adelaide could not have drafted Sheasel. Mm-hmm. We could not have drafted Wardlaw. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, great. Well done to North, but yep. well done to Port. At the same time, mm-hmm. that's all I want to say. Port Nuffy out. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. I thought you might disagree with him being a two hundred game player. The other two three hundred game players. Um, I mean, just because of Horn the Francis, way he plays, Horn Francis will will win a Brownlow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'd be a big chance. He'd be yeah. a big chance. Um, Sheezel won't. Wardlaw won't. No, yeah. As I said, I did, my intention was yes to troll you, but uh, <laughs> it was also to make a point about how North Melbourne came out of that situation. Yeah. Well, and having watched. Um, Ward Law, uh, in his first three games, he is going to be a player. He's a jet. He's yeah. a jet. And we know Sheasel is probably going to win the Rising Star, oh, potentially. That's Yeah. So they've done well. So good on them. Um, Shinbone of Spirit, represent. Yeah. Yeah. No, well done to North. Um, and look, they've copped a bit of shtick on this potty from um, some... Some members, <laughs> not going to name names. Fifty percent of it. Um, so I thought it was time to, well, to buy him. Well, I mean, I technically have bought North Melbourne. I bought a North Melbourne membership Did in, in stock, one stock market. Yeah, because I needed members. Yeah, that's the only reason why I bought it. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good one. Well done. Um, <laughs> I handled that well. You did. You're very disciplined. I'm buying, and I don't know if I've bought this man before. I reckon. I'm, I reckon I have. I'm buying Ange Postacoglu. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we have. I think you probably have or I have. Yeah. We both have, but um, you just keep buying good stock. Gee whiz, from uh, a man who was, you know, 
discarded by the Socceroos, discarded by Australian soccer, football, goes to Japan, ruins the Japan League, yeah. goes to Scotland. You know, they're all making fun of him, his last name on the radio. Dominates. And then just completely obliterates that league. Yep. And he's now the first Australian to coach a Premier League team. And not just any Premier League team. We're talking one of the big boys. One of the big boys. Uh, you know, he got the job at, at Tottenham, Tottenham yep. Hotspurs, uh, down in White Hart Lane. Yep. Um, their old stadium. Probably no a idea. top five team in the Premier League in terms of just, yeah. you know, gravitas and money, supporter base and money. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think. As massive an achievement it's been, it's still been underrated. Like people mm. aren't quite. People, people, there's no way people fully grasp. People don't grasp how massive this is. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like to look, uh, you 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 know, if he if he's coaching a you know Bristol or a, I don't even yeah. know what's one of the crap teams Sunderland or something. Yeah, something like that. You know, it does it have the same gravitas or probably not. It's still a massive achievement, but no, not not probably not the same. No. But like these, these the big six, big eight clubs. Yep. the The ownership groups do not mess around. No. So, uh, and and he's been rewarded for, as you say, like just Scottish league. He's absolutely killed it. Uh, made it won everything to be won. Yeah, made a complete mockery out of it. And yeah, look honestly, like after after what happened with him and the Socceroos, honestly couldn't be. Couldn't yeah, be happier. Especially, yeah, he got he got shafted there. So yeah, couldn't be happier for the bloke. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> allegedly, yeah, uh, allegedly had a tough time. Uh, so yeah. it's just a no. It's it, a great buy. It's yep. a, I'm just yeah. You just you're just proud of him as an Australian. You're just proud of him. And I I mean, how good is it going to be if he can turn them into a mm. you know what he's done with Celtic like a hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be outrageous. Yeah, and and it's a. It's a, it's a, obviously a whole new beast, which he's going to find out. You know, mm. he's going to have a lot more, I guess. Uh, well, the scrutiny's tenfold. Sc- scrutiny's tenfold, but you've also got a lot of. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say divas, even though I said the word just then. Mm. But you've got a lot of uh, diva-like. You, yeah, you. I mean, you just you're dealing with a lot of different personalities and a different nationalities and whatnot, and in yeah. the in the locker room, and you know, it's you know Chelsea. You look at Chelsea; they've spent six hundred million dollars on players from different parts of the world, and you can't really, you know, they're a yeah they're trying a, to unite. They're and, a joke. Yeah, trying to unite all that different. It's it's just a it's a stew. Mm, it's and it'll take every every part of his coaching ability. But yeah, yeah, good on him. Um, I, I wish him nothing but success. I don't really care Same. too much for any Premier League team. Yep. Yeah, uh, he's a big Victorian. Get around him. Yeah, and Johnny Besto. I'm going to buy him for dropping a catch. Uh, so yeah, that's my first. Uh, that's my first uh, buy. Very good, great buy. Um, my next buy is AFL player toughness. Oh, okay. I just think we underestimate how mad these blokes are out on the field, um, and it sort of hammered home to me when Patrick Dangerfield got clobbered uh, oh, in yeah, a game against Port. Out. Played through and I uh, punctured lung and cracked rib. Um, yeah. You know, and wants to play next week. Wants to play next week. Um, I, you know, he might miss a week or two, but he'll be back. It's like, well, you know, I stub my toe, and there's just a genuine feeling sorry for myself moment that may may yeah. linger for more than a week. Um, yeah. These guys are 
full on. And I, as, again, I just think with all the head knock stuff and and all the stuff that happens, um, sometimes you just got to take your hats off, and, hat off, and just say these blokes are tough. Uh, yeah, like the they're as hard as Russian algebra. Oh, honestly, yeah, the contest between Ryan Mansell and James Aish. Yeah, yeah, that was that's oof. they're they're some they're scary. They're scary oh, yeah. to watch. That's full, like they're both going full tilt. Yeah, there's no you know there's no handbrake to put on there. That no. it's just whatever the consequence may be. So yeah, and, and I feel like we. Not that, not that we didn't appreciate, you know, the Jonathan Browns and the mm. Nick Rewalds. Yeah, like Nick Rewald especially often got a bit of a got a bit of a hard time, you know, because he had the incident in Brisbane where he yeah, seen, but I mean, he was still he's probably taken, in my opinion, the greatest mark of all time with, with that courage. What, yeah, what what he used to do, yeah, uh, was downright stupid. stupid, crazy, yeah, stupid, and so and it's a different level. Like, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, it was they're all tough because they used to belt the living suitcase out of each other. Yeah, they were um, they're not normal. They're not, no, they're and that's right, yeah. a different type of toughness. Now, it's as you say, that Aish um, incident, it's, you know, we've got superior athletes going well, that's things. full tilt. Yeah, the game is so quick. So much quicker now. And, yeah, so the, it's a different type of toughness, but no less tough. Yeah, that's a great buy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh yeah no very well said. My next one and this is one that is hitting me real hard this last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. WWE nostalgia. So I never got into the WWE thing. Oh. So I'm um as I like I know I know some of the big names, but I was never one to. As a kid, I lived you, for it. You're all over it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's a um, there's a moment in my childhood that I I remember vividly. Now, Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. comes and, and says it's basically like ECW versus a WWE, WWF, whatever. And the, all the ECW guys are just beating the crap out of yep. all the WWE guys. And they're like, you know, we need we need Stone Cold. Where is he? And then he and he just comes out of nowhere. And I remember being, sitting there with my brother watching it on like um, – Fox 8 or whatever, yeah. and like as a kid, you know, screaming, where is he? And he pulls up in his pickup truck, pull cue, and he starts <laughs> smacking people on the back, and he stunners like 13, yep. and it's just like, it's one of the most vivid memories of my childhood. <laughs> my brother's like, we're hugging each other, and we're like, we're like this is the best thing we've oh, ever seen. Great. So oh, I've been watching a lot of videos of Triple H. So um, did one of them just pass away recently, is that right? Um, I oh, hope no. not. Oh, okay, I thought for some reason one of them. No, have... <laughs> no, it's just occupied my brain. Oh, I thought there's... I thought it might have been like. Oh I'm, no, I think one of them did pass away. I don't, I'm not sure who it was, but yeah, I, I think hope... that's probably put. Um, that's why I noticed it a bit more recently. That yeah, it's, you know, a bit of as you say, but there's a lot of nostalgia around. There's a few docos around on yeah. that era. And... The, yeah, and there's like there's Gladiator documentary that that's out. Um, yeah, right. and that like old that was like they were savages. But no, I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I've been watching so many videos of like The Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H and like all these, Mankind, Mick Foley. And yeah, right. As I said, I never got, I did have to do promos for it once when I was, oh, really? when I first started out um, at Fox back in sort of like 2002, 2003. Yeah. Um, and that was like the only time I'd, I'd watch it and I just knew that it was like, 
shit was going down in the car parking lot and yeah. <laughs> all sorts of madness going. I'm like, what is this? What what is this? What is going on here? Yeah, it's I feel I feel bad for the modern day wrestling fan because the the, the characters they have are like they can't they can't come come close no to No charisma what, or No, it's not just like they just there's just no, they don't have as much um don't use this word again, gravitas. Okay. Like they just they just don't have the yeah the, the personalities that yeah, yeah that like my era had yeah. and I tell you what there is there is um there is one thing that I've been sharing recently which is like the 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 that celebration oh uh, yeah though I have seen I've you been doing that, that yeah. flat <laughs> stick and um Caitlin is sort of just. Like, yeah, for those listening, it's sort of like a, a sort of a crotch pelvic thrust uh, <laughs> and with chop. with yeah with um, chop yeah uh, to accentuate uh, said thrust. And there isn't a person my age who's a male who doesn't know what that is no, already. Yeah, exactly, but just for those at home who um, yeah who are unsure. And Caitlin's kind of just like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> She's like, "Why are you like thirty three year old man doing this?" I go, "There's a lot." Of thirty-three-year-old men <laughs> doing the same thing, I'm sure. Every day in houses around the world. Yeah, so um, it it's hit me hard okay. lately. So I've been watching too many videos. I'm really thinking about going, like when footy season finishes, going deep into that and getting like the streaming package, getting right into the rabbit hole, eh? and just going like back and watching like full seasons yeah, right. of it. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, I did that during COVID. Well, and it was. Unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there no, you go. good on you. As I said, I'd, I'd never got into it, but um, it sounds fun. Oh, it is unreal. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> um, my last buy. I don't know. I, I think it's uh, like Tim Zhu, um, who just won. Yeah, uh, in, in the like first round, like seventy seconds or he's something. Got heavy hands, like his dad, cost mm. a bloody. Does he have the rat tail as well? Uh, no, but um, uh, he has got. He has got. He can pack a punch. Um, anyway, so I, and I saw the lead up to that and I saw that the Gypsy King, mm. uh, was in town as well. In Melbourne? Um. Is that where the fight was? Or was it no, in well, Sydney? No, no, Tim Zoo was in Gold Coast, but there was a fight in Melbourne and, um, and Fury was down for that. Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, and, but I, what I, the thing I noticed and the thing that always sort of makes me chuckle is that whenever a boxer's in a photo with a fan or whatever, mm. they always do the, yeah, the, the fist, fist. Yeah. You know, and I thought. It's probably the only profession in the world where yeah. whenever you have a photo, you do what your profession is. Yeah, that is that is so true. And I thought, like, imagine it's like you know, you have a photo with a plumber, and he, he like he pretends <laughs> to get the plunger. You know, you got a, yeah. a barista, and he's got like <laughs> does the T symbol or something. Like, you know, what I mean, like it just it's the boxing is the only one where, where they it's like it. straight away it's a fist, and then the person who's with the box is doing a fist too, even though they couldn't throw a punch to save themselves. So. When you get a photo with Ricky Ponting and you're holding up like a yeah, fake, you're holding like up a like a, an, ball, off, yeah. an off seamer. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm just gonna. It's, it's, it's yeah. a tumble ball. I'm just yeah, yeah, run my yeah, fingers yeah. over the seam. <laughs> that is so, true. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't know. It just got me thinking. I, I found it amusing. That is very. That is very amusing. I, and I always, I always love that. That I would say, I guess, guess a percentage here. Eighty-seven percent of the the and it's largely a male-dominated um, audience that does this. About yeah, whatever percent of, of those are very unathletic. Oh yeah, yeah, the 100%. last people to be yeah. in a boxing ring. That's what I mean. That, sort that's of what makes it even makes it even better. Yeah, it's like Kevin. Yeah, thirty seven. Yeah, um, 
42% body fat. Yeah. Hasn't yeah. worked out in five years. Yeah, never had a callus on his hand. Yeah. <laughs> here he is. And here he is. <laughs> cramping to make the fist. <laughs> He's got carpal tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I find it's very amusing. Yeah. Very amusing. Very nice. The last buy, I'm buying tickets to the Jose Cuervo train. Do you know what this is? Nope. So, Jose Cuervo uh, is tequila, for those who are unaware. Oh, okay. The brand of tequila. The brand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is a all-you-can-drink train in Mexico. It's, it's called the Jose Cuervo train. Yep. And and so, you buy a ticket onto the train and onto it's unlimited train. Unlimited tequila. tequila. They have mariachi bands, and they, you know, they've uh, they sell, you know, there's like a kitchen on it, and all this. It's a. How it's long a, would you last in that trip before you? I went to sleep. Sleeps. I am so glad you asked that because that's the first thing I said. You know, when I found out about this, um, how long do you think it is? The trip, the train trip itself. Answer. How long do you think it is, and then how long do you think you would last? Uh, I would say it's probably like a a two hour ride. That's what I said. I said two hours, and I'd last maybe thirty minutes. I, I said, I said two hour train ride. I said I'd last ninety minutes. <laughs> it is eleven hours. Oh God, you'd get you'd get drunk, sober, drunk, and sober again in that time. They would it? have to stop this train to throw. Some oh, there'd bodies be out. some. There'd be some absolute, you know, undescribable. States of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There'd be, and, and the cleaning crew would just be... The hardest working cleaning oh crew in God. the world. It would be a mess. Could you imagine, though, because you're obviously, 11 hours, if you're if you're doing this properly, yeah. you go through that, that part where you're, you're drunk, yeah. you kind of pass out, yeah. and then you've kind of, you're in that next phase where you're like, I'm really unwell. Yeah. <laughs> but... And that that point, the mariachi band's still playing. Yeah, and, and, and you that got, would be and you the, got a headache that, <laughs> that, could, that could kill a child, and you're just like, yeah, please stop. Yeah, the mariachi band playing, and they're like, we've got three and a half hours left on this. <laughs> so it sounds like almost a hell ride. It does, oh, and I want to experience. No, every but it sounds bit. like it sounds awesome, but also sounds like it does. It it, it would test mind, body, and soul. Yeah, this is like when you hear like ultra marathons or those like <laughs> you know the the. The, the climbing stage in the Tour de France, like yeah. the toughest of tough. Mm. Yep. And I'm going to put my hand up and say, oh, I reckon I've got, I would need to do a good preseason. Yep. But I've got, I've got some, I reckon I've still got some piss miles left of me to do that. Well, you're at the right age. I would almost say that I'm, I, I, I might be past it. Um, yeah. But I'd still love to have a crack nonetheless. Yeah. So, once I heard about that, I've become fixated it's, with it. Look, we say this sometimes, let's do a podcast from there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> An 11-hour one. <laughs> Imagine what the sixth hour would sound like. Uh, yeah, it would be, uh, we'd be talking about urinal cake. <laughs> Olympics. So, pretty much what we talk about anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my first sell... Is the MCG streaking fine now, too much or too little? Well, so the actual fine, and this came up uh, when I don't know if you noticed it on the King's birthday game a, a few times. I did notice it's eleven thousand ninety-five dollars and twenty cents. Now, 
Why is it 20 cents? I'm okay to pay the 11K, but the $95.20 feels a little bit much. How do they come to that? That's why exactly what I yeah. exactly what I was about to ask. How did they get that figure? Like, is that GST? Or is that like why is it eleven thousand ninety five dollars and twenty cents? Yeah, but why why would you have to pay GST for running on a ground? I don't know, but I just found that, that figure is... really weird. Um, and how's it gone up? Like, I understand like inflation, everything. Like, obviously, the uh, yeah, yeah. Was, were they finding that people were just too happy to jump on and pay five grand, and so they just because well, kept... that's what it always used to be like five or six yeah. grand, right? But now, I mean, that's a hefty eleven hefty fine. Eleven, Jesus! Is the the what's his name? Um, Philip Lowe, RBA. He's yeah, he's, he's taken over as he's, he's taken over the <laughs> the uh, MCC pitch invasion uh, job. But um, yeah, that sucks. That it's a big one. But yeah, the the ninety five dollars twenty is the one that irks me the most. Like, How do they enforce that? It'd be I don't well I don't know. It would be a court based thing, and then you'd have to be on some sort of payment plan. I'd imagine. Oh Jesus Christ! You nimble that one. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Look, not not super happy with the um, no, you know, the GST added on that. Rightly so. Uh, speaking of GST mm. being added onto it, my first sale is Rohit Sharma. <laughs> okay. And when I say GST, I have there's absolutely zero segue there. But uh, I'm very well known on this show for my ambulance comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't. If you if you see someone on the ambulance, you're not afraid to point it out. No, nah, Mr. Sharma, mm. where, where, where? <laughs> should be three tests. Should be played in March. Should be played in a neutral venue. Shut up. Well, it was a neutral venue. I have never heard more sooking. I thought he was an English player. He was sooking <laughs> that much. Literally, this man has gone and made. As many excuses as possible. You yeah. know when someone goes, I'm not making an excuse, but... But, yeah, everything after You're the making an excuse, true. fam. Yeah. So, just, look... It's not a good look. You won the toss, man. Yeah. <laughs> you sent us in. Yeah, it's stupid. It's not our fault we made too many runs for you. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think they, they stuffed up in their selection, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And I think... Um, you know, it's... It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's not a great look. No, it's a terrible look. And we're talking about a country who's well and truly proven their inability to win big finals. Mm. It's not... You know what? It, it's it's always one of the been, been one of those things that's been sort of danced... Not danced around, but sort of said. Yep. Elephant in the room styles. It's a huge elephant. This cricket country... Indian elephant? Yep, an Indian elephant. This cricketing nation, dead set poos their pants in finals. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter if it's T20, one day, it's whatever. Yeah, they don't have a great strike rate. No, their inability to, you know, to lose. And you look at a a country like New Zealand, Mm. what they've been able to do and the trophy cabinet they've had. Yep. uh, It's a joke. And the fish rots from the head, as you like to say. I do. Uh, So, Roald Sharma, very, very talented batsman. Yep. Has 900s, test 100s. Didn't Probably get, not enough, man. Didn't didn't get one against Australia in the no. final. Neither did Coley. No, so. so yeah, no mace for you. <laughs> Enjoy your trip back. Um, staying on the cricket theme, my next sell is um, Andrew McDonald, <laughs> and anyone else who was involved in the dropping of Travis Head for the first test oh. against India early in the year. <laughs> yeah, now, really. I sort of texted this to you, but. Um, 
you know, the fact that they dropped him earlier in the year so he'd be fresh for the ICC World Test Championship final, either a stroke of genius in 4D chess or still one of the biggest selection meltdowns in Australian cricket history. Um, Ladder. I just keep, and I know it's old news and that, but I just, having watched Travis Head make that 160 in the World, in the world um, ICC World Test Championship final, seeing the first innings of the Ashes just getting us back on track, like he's literally the third ranked pl- batsman in the world. Mm-hmm. What were they thinking? I just, the longer that, that Travis Head's career goes on post that moment, the more ridiculous that moment looks. Yeah. And we we've definitely spoken about this on that, but it it's one of those things we're not gonna you can't dance around it. Matt Renshaw, mm. nothing against him exactly, but to, that logic is so flawed. It's not funny for yeah. you to say. Here we have one of the top ten batsmen in the world, but he's so bad in India that we're going to play Matt Renshaw. How? Matt Renshaw's record in India wasn't that good. No, exactly. They, there, in no world is is that just good enough. No, and the the reason I bring it up now is just it got me thinking. Watching um, Australia in that first session batting yesterday, the tactics. I was just thinking, it was a bit I, off. I just don't reckon these tactics are good. So mm-hmm. it's got me thinking. The Travis Head decision, the tactics in the Ashes, mm-hmm. Andrew McDonald on notice. Yeah. And you know what was on notice? Uh, our field placements in the first innings. Mm. Oh, yeah, we let them just get easy singles. Yeah, I think it'll be, I think the second innings will be very different. Well, I hope so. But again, tactic based. That's a that's a coach thing. Just on notice. Mm. And I don't like potting fellow Victorians, but no. I will if I have to. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're 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 right to do that. That's a that's a very good call out. Uh, I've said it before. Travis Head's one of the one of the few batsmen in the world that can take a yeah. can take a game away from a from a team in a yeah, session. Absolutely. And uh, you know, England's got. I mean, we're. I mean, we're. We'll, we'll find out. Mm. You know, we've got. Um, you know, we've you've heard all of these guys. You know, Ollie Pope, who you know is averaging seventy, and this Harry Brook is averaging eighty or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ollie Pope, he was in the gauntlet in the last Ashes. Yeah, exactly. Failed. So we'll see how these guys go. But, I mean, yeah. these guys can genuinely take games away from yeah. other teams. So, look, it's an embarrassing call. Yeah, it was. And, I, again, I don't want to harp on it. But, as I said, just watching Australia's tactics made me rethink about it. So mm. uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. No, that's a good one. Needs to be called out. As does Charles Leclerc. Oh, what's he done? So Ferrari's turn. Ferrari was a basket case last year. Yep, uh, had a good car strategy wise. They kind of just fell apart a little bit. Yep, uh, and Charles Leclerc has had his moments where you know in qualifying he beats Max Verstappen and looks like the best driver in the grid, and then he has other times where he loses the car and bins it and. I'm selling him because he's become so vocal with his displeasure that it, it's kind of getting a bit. It's it's kind of irking me. And it, it's irking it, a lot of people. Is it ambulance stuff? Oh yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it's a. So he's driving a a, a Formula One ambulance. He literally is. You know, he'll he'll 
the, the, and he goes out of his way. And this is where yeah, it loses okay. me, where he loses me. So he, he'll, he qualified fastest and the first thing, you know, the, the media go and talk to him on the TV and they say, you know, what's the, you know, you qualify fastest, what's the plan for tomorrow? And straight away, a day out from the race, yep. he goes, oh, we can't, we can't stay with the, he goes, we can't stay with the Red Bull. Well, not with that mindset, young man. It's it's the shittest mindset to have. Yeah, uh, and he's a he's one of those people that just says a lot. He goes, "That's the best I could do today." Well, he's he's. I mean, Ferrari are all chips in on him, aren't they? Like he's their driver. For, he got the longest deal yeah. the Ferrari drivers ever had, and I including mean, yeah, the goat. Is he trying to? Um, is he trying to get out of this situation? Is he trying to move out of there and go somewhere else, or what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. It's the it's, we're 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 getting we're getting towards the silly season mm. in F one. Yeah, uh, there's already rumours that Ferrari were trying to sign Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, right, uh, yeah. and you know they would basically Ferrari were basically going to give up Leclerc for that. Yeah, uh, which I would do. Uh, you would? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the look, part of the issue last year was um, you know, it was Ferrari's strategy and all the mistakes they've made, but, you know, the you know, at the end of the day, you're driving the car, man. So, yeah, no, true. Yeah, I just... Uh, oh, I yeah, there's, I mean, you can... There's, there's things that should be left... Behind closed doors, and there's things yeah. you know, like it's, that's just general professionalism. And yeah. clearly, he's he's know, very it's a culture culture thing or what, or whether he's just just as you say, throwing the toys out of the cot. Yeah, and he's done it, you know, so many times now, where it's it's gotten to a point where it's you know it's annoying at the start. Now it's just kind of embarrassing. Yeah. So he earns a he just got he gets smack. to sit next to Rod Rod Sharma. Mm. Have a nice little seat yeah. here, Charles. Smack bus. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. No, very good. Um, my last one, and again, you know, sometimes we go a little bit, a little bit off field with these funny. last ones. A little bit, a little bit humorous, silly. a little bit silly, silly one. Um, there's these click boxes, right, to, to <laughs> prove that you're human. Yeah. That pop up every now and again. Yep. They're fucking impossible. Oh, it's it's like it's like click each cell that has yeah. a walkway in it. You're yeah, like, or a bus, and then you've got like. <laughs> It's just a bee's dick of a rearview mirror out of the box, <laughs> and, and I'm looking. I'm going. Gone. Do I hit that or do I not hit that? It's <laughs> technically part of the bus, but it's not a bus. It's a mirror. What am I doing? And then I hit it, and I fucked it. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> god damn it! You have to do now I've got one. now I've got friggin' fire hydrants yeah. to deal with. <laughs> Oh, crossings and oh, the crossing one you got like a tiny bit of a crossing out. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're messing with me here. And they're like street lamps. You're like, oh, street lamps are uh, different to this. Oh, so um, I don't know if it proves you're human. It just, if anything, it just proves you can confuse a human. <laughs> um, and I've been proves you can piss off a human. Yeah, and I've been pissed off and confused many a time by these things. So. Um, Impossible to get without twenty attempts. Yeah, no, you're right. And um, yeah, sometimes if you're having a bad day, <laughs> I hate reading that. You know, are you you know are you human? Because I'll come home from work sometimes, and I'll be like, "That's <laughs> hell of a question to ask me." <laughs> hell of a question to ask me on a day after I've just had. Like I don't need that. So yeah, I'm with you there. 
Yeah, it, it, it always and it always is a slither. Oh, it's just the smallest amount in one, know. and you sit there and you go, "Such a mind." Do thing. I oh. click it or not? Yeah, what do I do here? Yeah. So no, I'm buying. Uh, sorry, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'm selling that hard. <laughs> it's a hard sell. That is a real hard sell. Uh, but a good one. Now, I kind of alluded to this at the start. Mm-hmm. This is a sad sell. Yeah, you said some bad news. I don't like hearing bad news, but... Uh, I think it's time that I'm going to have to sell my badminton career. Oh, dear. Yeah. I. Uh, What's let you down? Is it the mind or the body? Uh, the body. So I've got some uh, some knee issues to, um, to, to, to fix. So I uh, just finished my what will be my last season, at least for a little while. Let's uh, just a little moment of silence. Will you remember me? Yeah. Um, it's not just the body. Uh, you know, there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk in the Diamond Valley leader going into, I played semifinal two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of talk. I moved up a, a seed. Okay. Obviously moved up a grade. Well, this was all part of the journey to the um yeah. the uh the regional Commonwealth Games mm-hmm. to be held in Victoria, yep. Yeah, and you know there's a lot of chat in there that you know there was you know there was sort of they would they was doubting my ability to get to the big dance. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, regular season, you know, dominate and then comes to mm, finals a bit, time so a bit and, like uh, India then. Yeah, yeah. And um uh, unfortunately, I'm now yeah, uh, three semi-finals, uh, three losses. So it feels a little bit more mind than body. If I'm being honest, well, the bot no, the body. I'll be honest, the body is the body's cooked. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> my knee is my knee is, is actually gone. Uh, but the look the the mind also, uh, and uh, full disclosure. So I played six <laughs> six games. Yep, won the first. Uh, Won the first three, mm-hmm. and uh, these are doubles games, so mm-hmm. it's not completely my fault. Three very. Oh, I feel like someone's better get thrown under the bus. Here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, so I mean, one of the one of my partners didn't have a good campaign, so I hope they are not listening. They definitely won't be listening um, because they uh, went zero and six. Oof. So, not all my fault, but <laughs> but look, it, you know the first few games, um, I, I was I was cooked. I was cooked coming into my last two games, and it was very close. Yep, I knew I needed to win at least one, and um, yeah, couldn't couldn't win any of my last two games. Get it done. Um, I didn't play particularly well in the first one, and the the second one, um, I was out on my legs. So. Look, well, it's a shame. I was, and I think I speak for everyone when I say that journey towards the um, Commonwealth Games was something that was sort of getting me through. It was got, a, got me through some dark times and yeah. COVID-related stuff, and yeah, it, it was, was just always the light at the end of the tunnel. Was I'm going to watch Chris represent one Australia, of one, one of us. us in the Com Games? It's going to be a moment to savor. Um, so yeah, I, I probably hasn't dawned on me the um, the gravity of this. Yeah, it's dawned on me because I spent three hundred dollars on a racket, um, <laughs> which seems like a real waste of money right now. If I'm being honest, but well, it's uh, good on Facebook market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, look, if Mo and Ali can come back um, after yep. you know two years in the wilderness, there's, then maybe I can. There's always hope. Yeah, there's always hope. But no, nah, it doesn't look good for for a while. May have to go under the knife. Mm, that's uh, which and you know I probably not, I probably won't come back strong from that. I'm, I mean, not coming from a strong base to begin with. Yeah. So yep. for now, the boots are the boots are hung up. Yeah. Well, uh, it's sad, but you know, um, it's life. I will say this though. That's badminton uh, life. That is that is. I will say this though because I know he will listen. I I was uh, I was on a team with uh, my uncle, mm-hmm. and we didn't have great results, and we uh, we went our separate separate ways. Oof, okay. And uh, so this last season we we're on separate teams, and we faced off against each other. Oh, that sounds like a, it's got a doco. Written yeah, there. quite quite a bit. Um, it's probably not a doco he's going to watch. Because <laughs> uh, regular season, Chrissy just gave him. Did he just? Did he get taught a bit of a lesson? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, is this, little, is this Graham? It is. <laughs> Graham got a bit of a lesson. <laughs> he got a lesson one night, um, and he was a bit. He was a bit unhappy. Well, didn't take it well. No, he didn't. Um, have you know? He's had a lot of success in his life. I haven't. So, and I, I wanted that. Um, but <laughs> I needed that uh, for the, def- the, the so definition of personal. <laughs> <laughs> it was very personal. Um, and yeah, I was very quick to, uh, let my grandma know. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for now the boots of, uh, the boots and the ankle braces and everything's hung yeah, up. The shuttlecock's in the closet. The shuttlecock, my $300 racket. What a waste of money that was. Is, yeah. uh, is, it's <laughs> gone. So it's going to collect dust now. Yeah. Oh, well, you never know. You never know. Yeah. So thank you to everyone for joining me on this journey. Um, I don't want to seem like a quitter, but I mean. That's exactly what you've done. That's exactly what I've done. Long overdue. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, very sad way to finish. Sad way to finish, but, you know, where there's um, where there's an ending, there's always a beginning. You know, one door closes, another yeah. opens. and. We'll see what's next on your journey. Well, what's that? What's the saying where it's like, um, it's like, don't be sad, don't be sad that it's over. Like, be you know, like, be grateful it happened or some shit. Yeah. Something. <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> be happy that you spent like eight hundred dollars on fees, um, three hundred dollars yeah. on a racket. I I spent one hundred and fifty on a racket that I broke. Um, for no trophies. Yep. No, like, not even a runners up trophy, which I could you know use the, the mamba mentality. Where I um you know look at that oh it's oh sh- shit sorry sorry <laughs> Mo and Ali just bowled a half tracker almost landed on my roof uh yeah so a lot of money committed for nothing that's all right that's okay you know but yeah money comes and goes it does legacies for life <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true uh look um that's yeah. probably uh. That's probably us for, I reckon. I reckon so. And um, look, I think it was a somber note, but, you know. Yeah. Sometimes that is uh, just a lot a lot we're given. Um, but I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm yep. looking forward to a um, the continuation of the Ashes series. I'm loving, I'm loving me primetime Ashes. Yeah. You know, it's great stuff. Look, uh, I would never want the Boxing Day test to be that. No. Just because I just, I'm I'm a weird one with tradition. Mm. Like I'm happy for like because I love the Perth Test. Yeah, because it's on. So I'm happy for the Perth Test to stay normal time. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
I think it. I think it works really great for um, Adelaide. For Adelaide. Really oh, so, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Mo and Ali's bowling. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get hit here. Um, it's, it works great for Adelaide Oval and that whole spectacle. Yeah. Uh, Gabba. Yeah, I like it for the Gabba because Gabba is traditionally not a highly and they don't have daylight savings, so just give yeah. them the night game. Yeah. No, nah, uh, that would work. Leave Sydney, Melbourne as is. Hobart, they can't afford lots. Maybe move it from Sydney because it's always washed out. Yeah, yeah, well and true, yeah. Maybe we play, maybe we do two in Melbourne. Maybe we do a, a night one Regional. to start with and then yeah, uh, I want night, night and then day. Yeah, we have the night one down in Geelong. Well, how much taxpayer money? Uh, this is I don't want to get another taxpayer. No, 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 no place has seen more taxpayer money pumped into it than the Skill Stadium, Cadinia uh, Park precinct. Holy! How many times they build a that? they build a grandstand and then two years later they knock it down and rebuild another one. You know what they do is they it's phenomenal. It's it's a staggering because they go they they fix the um they fix the you know the Billy, they do the Billy Brown the stand. Yeah, and then it's brand new, and they go, "Oh, we got to fix that one now." Yeah, and then so they fix that, and then they go, "Oh, the, the well, they just go, oh, we're, Bob, there's a Bob Skilton stand. There's a plumbing problem in the in the gents, and they go, oh, we'll fix yeah. it. No, 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 <laughs> we'll knock the whole stadium, no. <laughs> we'll knock the whole stand down. Yeah, we're going to knock the it. entire wing. Yeah, like, no, that's on right. that one. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. No, no, we'll do it again. Don't worry about it. It's, yeah. uh, it's. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd be furious if I was a local. Well, you never, yeah, your grand, yeah, your stand's always half built. Yeah. Furious, must um, be. Yeah, they must have. Whoever's got that construction contract, they must be. Mm. They must be laughing. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, but anyway, good way to finish. Uh, no, always, on always. <laughs> <laughs> no, always a pleasure, never a chore. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Um, thanks we do for appreciate. Watching. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe, and um, get us towards our goal of what is it? Yeah, we need like a thousand subscribers and I think a million organic views. So it can't just be you and me at home. No, it has to be organic. Um, we're 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 all about that organic life. Yeah, we want organic. We don't want yeah. fake numbers. No, no, no. That's not us. Yeah. All right. Till next time. See you later. Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is mascots trucking kids. What? Full enough alert. My last sale is Chupa Chup wrappers. You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where? Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy.